0: To the sermon webcast of Good News Lutheran Church of Mount Horeb, Wisconsin, the following sermon was preached at our children's Christmas service on December 18th, 2016, on the basis of Isaiah 7 verses 10 through 14. By my count, it happens over a hundred times in the Bible that God or someone who is speaking before God, speaking for God says to someone, "Don't be afraid." Don't be afraid. In some cases, that person is facing a very daunting and uncertain future. In some cases, they are going up against an adversary who seems unbeatable. In some cases, they are running for their lives. In some cases, they or someone they love is sick or is dying. In some cases, they're going through financial struggles. In some cases, they're simply standing in the presence of a holy God and suddenly become very aware of their utter unworthiness. In those and dozens of other situations, God's message often is simply this. Don't be afraid. So here's my question for you this morning. Would it work? If it were you, Would it work? I'm guessing some of those situations sound a little bit familiar. And if you're anything like me, situations like those are just one of of many things that keep you up at night, that raise your stress levels, that, that add to the increasing number of gray hairs on your head. So would it work if in a situation like that, God simply said to you, don't be afraid. I don't think we even have to really speculate about that because we've, we've been in situations like that. We've, we've usually been on the other end, however. Imagine that in the middle of the night, you, you go into your little son or daughter's room because they're whimpering and, and trembling in fear and they say, Dad, I just had an awful dream. Monsters came out from underneath the bed and, and tried to get me. As a father, as a mother, would you say, Oh, well, well, that's okay. Don't be afraid. Good night. I'm guessing that wouldn't quite cut it. I'm guessing that you would want to do a little bit more than that. And that's why, without fail, God does. Every single one of those 100 plus times that God says to someone, Don't be afraid, he always adds a Because. He always adds an explanation. Don't be afraid because. And in fact, sometimes, even God, sometimes God even goes above and beyond the call of duty and, and not only gives that explanation, but then goes on to give evidence. He gives them a sign. He gives them something very tangible, very concrete, some fact, some event, something, something solid that they can grab onto and know that when God says, don't be afraid, He can be trusted. It's almost like there's this happy little place that God wants all of us to live. It's a place where there is no fear, where there is no anxiety, where there is no stress, where there are no gray hairs, where ideally it's 75 degrees and sunny all year round. And that place is simply called, Don't Be Afraid. And not only does God tell us to go there, not only does God explain how to get there, but God actually gives us signs that show us the way. And that's exactly what God was doing for his people in the verses from Isaiah that I read. It's exactly what our children are bubbling with excitement to tell you about this morning. The signs of Christmas. I'll tell you a little bit about the tree how God said that the Savior's family tree would be very unique, that he would be both a son of David and a son of God. And in order for that to happen, a virgin would give birth to a child. And, and that's what happened. They'll tell you about the manger, how God said that the Savior would be born in very lowly circumstances, and in fact, that his entire life would be characterized by weakness and humility culminating with his death on the cross. And, and that's exactly what happened. They'll tell you about the star, how people from distant lands would come to worship the Savior as if drawn to a light because Jesus came to be the Savior of all, and that's how it happened. But in order to not steal too much of the kids' thunder this morning, I want to I jump ahead to the very last sign, the ultimate sign that Jesus himself continually referred to as indisputable evidence that he was In fact, God's Son and our Savior. It wasn't a tree, it wasn't a manger, it wasn't a star, it was a tomb. A tomb exactly like the billions of other tombs on planet Earth, except for one important detail. Three days after it was first occupied, it was once again empty. And there, two angels stood before trembling women and they said, Don't be afraid. Why? He is not here. He has risen just as he said. All of those signs, all of that evidence that Jesus is worthy of the name that we give him at Christmas, worthy of the name Emmanuel, God with us. All of it's signs that, that that child in Mary's womb is God that that baby lying in a manger is god that that toddler doing what he's told is god that the teen facing temptation and peer pressure is god that the grown man living in a world of hurting people and having perfect compassion for them is god that the convicted criminal hanging on the cross is god that the risen victor sitting in glory is God. All of it evidence that Jesus is fully worthy of that name, Emmanuel, and because he came to share everything in common with us, we now share everything in common with him. Because everything that can be said about us as human beings could also be said of him, so also everything that can be said of him now can be said of us. That Absolutely flawless life from womb to tomb that God expects out of you that life has already been lived in Jesus that penalty that God demands for each and every sin that you've committed that penalty has already been paid by Jesus that share in an unfathomable inheritance and that spot in eternal glory is yours reserved for you By Jesus. And in the meantime, that same Jesus says to you, Don't be afraid. If you're facing financial hardships, he says, Don't be afraid. Look at the sparrows, they have food. Look at the flowers of the field, they are beautifully dressed, and you are infinitely more valuable to your Father in heaven than they are. If sickness or death is threatening to separate you from everything that you love most, Jesus says, Don't be afraid. He says, Death has been rendered powerless. It's now nothing more than a sleep from which you and your loved ones will surely wake. If you're standing before a holy God and suddenly, keenly aware of your unworthiness, Jesus says, Don't be afraid. Jesus was not ashamed to call you his brother and you his sister, which means that when God looks at you, he sees his own dear child. Don't be afraid. It's this pleasant, peaceful place where God wants us to live, where Jesus wants us to live until he comes back. And he doesn't just tell us to go there. He doesn't just tell us how to get there. He has given us the signs that show us the way. Proof that he is Emmanuel, the child in the manger and the one who comes to you when you're trembling in the dark. And when he says, don't be afraid, you can take him at his word. Amen. Thank you for listening. For more information about Good News Lutheran Church, visit www.goodnewslc.org.